it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. And I said this a while back. It's not that anyone is concerned with the increase in the population of Hispanics or Latinos or blacks or any other group. But the way the left frames it is, this is a weapon they plan to use against, I guess, white people. And when you tell anyone that you're taking something from them, they're bound to get defensive. And that defensive, that reflexive defensive posture is portrayed as racist. So, for example, it happens this way. It's just not negatively covered. If you read about a neighborhood in, let's say, Chicago or L.A. or Brooklyn, New York, that is traditionally moderate to low income, perhaps predominantly minority in nature, And they say, well, a developer just got a permit to build luxury condos. Oh, my God, gentrification. Well, what happens immediately? All the left-wing activists get their people out into the streets because they're taking back their neighborhood. The neighborhood's being taken from you. Well, the neighborhood's not being taken from you just because you have new residents. All that hysteria and paranoia is not going to be portrayed as racist, but they're not taking anything from you. They're just moving in, right? That's 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 what we're told. It's just sharing. All right, next thing you know, they'll be changing. See, it's funny. When you talk about gentrification, which is the, the import of people into a community that may not have a lot of resources, instead of saying, well, now people are coming in, and just because by the sheer nature of their spending and taxes and what have you, there'll be more resources, that's not how it's portrayed. It's portrayed as changing the character of the neighborhood. And for the worse. What am I getting at here? There's over 11 million people who identify as Hispanic or Latino or whatever in Texas. Texas is a very diverse state. It's also the front line in, in the immigration battle. It's the front line along with California and Arizona. The Democrats have convinced themselves that that all they need is a few more people and they'll flip the state. But what is it about the border that Texans seem to know but white, bougie liberals in New York City don't? Well, they're the ones that have to live with it. They're the ones that have to live, that have to live with the immediacy of the open border. Right now, the media is bragging. CBS News headline, number of unaccompanied migrant children held by Border Patrol falls 88% in five weeks. Well, Joe Biden's doing a great job. And the people are still streaming. And no, that, that just means that the administration is fanning people out ever further into the interior. And the further they get into the interior, the more that people come in, the more the courts get overwhelmed, the system gets overwhelmed, it's likely to collapse, and that's by design. That's called Cloward Pivot. You've heard heard me say it, you've heard others say it. If you don't know what it is, go look it up. In super short, 
It's purposely overwhelming system to cause the system to collapse so you can remake the system in your own image. The Democrats know exactly what they're doing here. They know exactly what it is they're doing. They're not just trying to remake Texas. They're trying to remake the entire country. Now, is this going to work in the end? What to do with all of these people? That's that. I don't even know if that's even a thought at this point. Whatever is left of capitalism, free markets, the Republican Party, constitutionalism, all these things that they have been railing against, they see this opportunity to remake the country in their own tyrannical utopia fashion. And the open board, they're not... They're, it's not that Kamala Harris is, I mean, she is an inept person, but this is not her just being inept. This is purposeful. Biden is not securing the border on purpose. The Democrats are not securing the border on purpose. Harris is not going to the border on purpose. It is obvious at this point that this is now a political weapon. And when you start to use political weapons, you rid yourself of, 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 of any, I don't even want to use the word unity because this is, this is lawlessness. I don't think many conservatives that are for strong borders and limited immigration think these are terrible, awful, bad, no good people. But if we have to follow our, and I've been, I've been spending a lot of time on this lately. One six six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. If the non citizen does not have to follow our laws, if the non citizen faces no repercussion for not following our laws, if the non citizen is granted something for breaking our laws, what does that say about the citizen? What does that say? What does that mean? The Democrats are trying to remake the country. They're not trying to make they're not trying to make it better for Americans. They just want no resistance to their plans. I want someone, anyone, in a civil tone to explain to me. See, now I, I know where the thought's gonna go here. Private property doesn't matter. Elbow room doesn't matter. Freedom of movement doesn't matter. How do you think, given the footprint for an industrial-grade municipal turbine or public government sector turbine at about a mile, at about a mile, you need hundreds of miles for the kind of solar farms the Democrats are, are talking about. How do you think you're going to continually increase the size of the population? After years of fighting urban sprawl, now designing it through affirmatively furthering fair housing, meaning you're going to start moving your people out to other zip codes. You're going to dramatically increase the United States population through immigration. You're going to carve up the land ever more for high-speed rail in every corner of the U.S., while still attempting to what? Maintain an agricultural and farming sector? Yes, this is a vast territory. Yes, it's a vast nation. Yes, it's enormous in scale. 
But at some point, you're going to run out of room to to force these plans. Oh, Peshaw, that can't happen. Oh, but it can. When you look at the demand of energy in a city like Chicago or New York or L.A. or Dallas, the number of wind turbines that you would need is almost impossible. Unless what the government is planning on doing here is increasing the population and then rationing ever more, ever more, ever more, ever more, ever more, ever more, ever more. How does that increase our freedom? How does that benefit we the people? How is that doing right by us? Or is it when you hear Joe Biden say things like, well, well, the, the government's not some far off Central location, it's us. It's we the people. It's me and you. It almost seems like the only people they're talking to are themselves, that they've got a plan for our lives and they're going to enact it whether we like it or not. That no matter how we vote, they've already corralled the academics. They've already made the plans. They've already decided our future. You hear it all the time. This is the energy of the future. This is the way of the... How the hell do you know? The market hasn't spoken. The market hasn't spoken. It's like Representative Dan Muser said yesterday. Henry Ford created the assembly line for automobile production. Did the government put the gas stations in place? No. The market spoke. We wanted automobiles. So enterprising people built buildings along the side of the road and said, here, you can fill up here. And we went from filling stations, perhaps filling and service stations, to massive convenience stores, restaurants, all sorts of untold things that are related to when we pull our cars over. The market created that, not the government. The government's always telling us what the future is. What what they mean is, this is what we're going to make you do. This is how we're going to force you to live. This is what your health care... I, I, I have been writing a monologue. It's been driving me nuts. For an upcoming episode of Will Cow and Blaze TV, I'm going through as many of the words as I can that Democrats use that have different meanings. So when they say, well, we have to provide. No, you mean a sign. The government doesn't provide you anything. It assigns you something. It assigns you something. What do you mean provide? You mean assign. The government doesn't put out refreshments. The government tells you what you're getting, when you're getting it, and how much of it. Regardless of how much you actually paid for it. And whether you like it or not. This increase in the population through the open book. Let me tell you something. Unless... The conservative movement recaptures the House, the Senate, and the White House. These people are, if you think by overwhelming the system with a year or two-year backlog, every single human being is going to file an asylum claim. And at the end of that, they're going to say, well, I guess all these people have to go home. They don't fit the description of an asylum seeker or a refugee. You really think the Democrats are going to do that? You think they're going to get up and say, well, we tried. 
Or do you think the message is going to change you? These people have been here for two years. They've put their children in schools. They've put roots down. They've formed communities and families. They're Americans by every standard. We just need to give them a piece of paper. That's a far cry from what they were saying about filing an asylum claim and leaving it up to a judge. Wyzik 695, Patriot 957-287. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Serious XM. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Serious XM Patriot, Channel 125.